Welcome to Listen, Smile y No Te Rindas. Este es un podcast para hispanohablantes que quieren mejorar su comprensión auditiva del inglés de los Estados Unidos. We are two brothers who live in the United States, but our father was born in Mexico. And I'm Gabe Ogabo, here with Greg Ogoyo. Welcome, welcome. Today's topic is a supplement to last episode's topic, which was about cut and slice. Gabe, you remember that episode, yes? Cut and slice. Yes, I remember it clearly. Well, today we will address more words about parting things into pieces. And those three words under emphasis today will be saw, chop, and break. Before we jump in, we'd like to talk to you about something called circumlocution. Circumlocution in Spanish is circumloquio. And this means that when you don't know the word to use in a language, you use another word that is similar. Another word that is similar. And that's really why this episode exists, because we know that you know cut, slice, chop, part. Right? You've heard all of these words. You've looked them up before. You've read sentences about them. But we are trying to pull apart their meanings one from the other. But I just want you to hear me say, listeners, that it's okay if you mess these up. So, so much of what uh, we're doing when we're learning a new language has to do with our motivation, right? The, the name of our podcast is no te rindas, right? We don't want you to uh, to give up because the longer you practice, listen, and acquire, and study, uh, the more you'll be able to be understood and the more benefits you will have. And so uh, if you were walking up to me and you wanted to say, um, I have a cut on my hand, like we talked about in the last episode, and instead you said, um, excuse me, do you have a, a bandage, a band-aid, una curita? Because I have a slice on my hand, I would still help. Gabe, would you still help someone if they said they had a slice on their hand instead of a cut on their hand, even though no one says they have a slice on their hand? Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. You you will be understood. You may be corrected, which is what I always hope will happen with me when I make mistakes in Spanish. But if you say I... I have a chop on my hand mm -hmm. or a, uh, then I'm, I'm going to still help you. I'm still going to understand what you mean. So if you use a word that is close to the right meaning, your listener that's the native speaker will be able to use context and understand you. So try to remember that it doesn't have to be perfect. That's right. This is a process. Enjoy the process. Get better at the process. But Mistakes are, are your best teachers, right? They're your friend. And Lord knows I've made some, some mistakes in Spanish, which is my second language. I'm still here. Right? I'm still trying to learn more Spanish. So, Well, why don't we get to vocabulary <clears throat> now that we've had some time to <clears throat> get everyone excited? Um, the first word that is a, a food-related word in English is saltines. Saltines uh, son saladas. They are a type of cracker, very popular here. 
The next word is circular saw. Una sierra circular is a circular saw. We're also going to talk about a shop or a workshop. Um, que es un taller. Um, as well as a paperback book. A paperback book is a type of book um, that is uh, not hardback. It's the opposite. So es un libro en rústica o un libro de bolsillo. Gracias, Gabe. Y antes de empezar el episodio, uh, oyentes, pueden dejarnos una reseña, por favor. Nos ayudaría un montón para atraer a más oyentes en el Internet. Leemos las reseñas durante el episodio y puedes ganar 20 dólares estadounidenses. Gabe te va a explicar. Yes, you can win a $20 Visa International gift card. Gift card. Go to the Rifas tab on our website, uh, noterindaspodcast.us to see how to play. Es una rifa gratis. Y tenemos un ganador una vez al mes. To participate, please find your review or your rating tool inside your podcast player, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This helps more listeners to find us on the internet in the future. So we really appreciate you taking a moment to leave us una reseña. So the first word that we are going to cover today that is related to cortar or to cut, cutting something, is the word saw. To saw is serruchar. Before we talk about the word saw as serruchar, uh, we'd like to talk about the fact that saw means more than one thing in English. And so you have to listen for which use of saw is applicable, is in play, is in the moment that you're listening. So, as you know, there is the verb see, to see in English, and you probably also know very well that uh, saw is the past tense form. For example, yesterday I saw two movies on Netflix, right? Yo vi dos películas ayer in Netflix. Mm -hmm. So that has you know nothing to do with cutting something. <laughs> well, here's a better one or a more confusing one. Um, Veronica saw that the saw had sawed. Wait, wait. What? What did you say? Veronica saw that the saw had sawed. Y este quiere decir que Veronica vio que el serrucho había serruchado. Right? She saw that the saw had sawed. <laughs> but it just shows that there are two forms of saw in the same sentence. Uh, and, you know, that could happen in real life, of course. So let's just focus now on serruchar. The word saw in English is both a noun and a verb. But unlike uh, Spanish, the word saw is not said or spelled any differently between being a noun and a verb. And this is often the case in English. So in English, a saw the physical thing, the noun, o un serrucho en español, has at least two verbs that get used with it. Often we say that saws cut, saws cut, and we also say that, like in Gabe's example, that saws 
saw. The saw <laughs> saws or the saws saw. That makes sense in English. <laughs> if you only want to recortar just a little piece uh, off of something, then you can also say that saws can trim something. Saws can trim, which again is just cutting off a little bit of a piece of something like a piece of wood. And the action of the verb form of saw is similar to slice. So the, the physical action, the physical motion of back and forth across the surface, a la superficie del material, is the same. Yeah, I guess um, sawing might be a little more physical. Would you agree that? Right. It's the same movement, but generally, if we're talking about moving back and forth with sawing, it is a bigger movement that takes more effort. So you would never say, um, you know, Gabe perspires while he slices, but you might say that Gabe sweats or perspires, suda, while he is sawing. That's that's true, right? Yes, yes. I've definitely sweated when I was sawing branches off a tree, for example. Let's look at another example of saw as a verb. Kirk had big arms because he sawed wood by hand all day in his carpentry shop. In español, Kirk tenía brazos musculosos porque se ruchó a mano todos los días en su taller. So notice that when Kirk sawed in English, that's not irregular. Saw and sawed, right, are just, just plain old regular um, forms of going from present tense to past tense in English. And that's nice. That's nice because as you study English, of course, you notice there are a lot of irregular conjugations. This is not one of them. Yay. <laughs> Well, here's another example. Carl and Joanne were an unlikely couple. They were kind of a of an uncommon or rare couple. Carl was vegan, vegano. And Joanne grew up working on her family cattle ranch, raising raising cows. At the dinner table that evening, Carl sliced his tofu and tomato salad very easily. Would you like some mandarin sparkling water? He asked Joanne. Now, Joanne did not hear him. She was focused on her one-third kilo steak with great interest. Her steak was as thick as a paperback novel. How was she going to cut it? With patience, she sawed back and forth on each piece and then dipped it in steak sauce. Mm -hmm. By the end of the meal, Joanne was full but exhausted. <sighs> Muy bien. Entonces, lo clave de esta anécdota es que el filete de Joanne es super grueso. Y que ella tuvo que cortarlo como si estuviera usando un serrucho. <laughs> Con mucho esfuerzo. So she sawed, she sawed back and forth, de acá para allá, with her knife, con su cuchillo. 
right. So that is some examples of the verb saw. Our second verb today is break or to break. Now, this is similar to saw or cut because there is a division into segments or a separating into pieces, but break is quite different than cut, slice, or saw. Y tristemente, break es diferente de otra manera porque no es regular en su conjugación. In the present tense, I break, you break, and she breaks. But in the past tense, there is no such thing as braked, like there is for sawed. The simple preterite form is broke, and the past participle form, the equivalent of roto, is broken. Broken. Here's an example. It's true, Gabe. I broke your tasa, your coffee mug. But you have broken many of my things, including my iPhone and my new watch. Well, I don't see how that's relevant. That <laughs> coffee mug was worth at least two iPhones. Sentimental value. <laughs> so as you may have noticed in the past example, break translates to Spanish both as romper and descomponer. That is, that something whole is now broken into pieces, but also that something uh, no longer functions. If something is broken, it doesn't work anymore. That's right. I can break a stick over my knee, right? No knife is necessary. No saw is necessary. I can just, you know, break the stick by hitting my knee with it with two hands. Or I can break a radio, uh, an electronic device like a radio, by dropping it in the bathtub. Or I can break your iPhone by dropping it into the toilet. Chaos okay, All right, so let's give one more example with a physical breaking, right? We're breaking something physically uh, and not just making it no longer function. Hey, Gabe, would you like to try some of my Texas chili? It's delicious. Uh, do you have any saltines? Uh, I sure do. Oh, good. I love chili, but I enjoy it better if I can break some crackers into it first. Fancy. Acá Gabo revela sus modales tan fifis por romper las galletas en su chili. He wants to break some crackers in his chili. No es tan fifi. Uh, well, he, here's an example of break, or specifically broken, where it means something close to descompuesto. Hey, Gabe, um, can I use your circular saw, please? Uh, sorry, it's, uh, it's broken. I need to repair it. What? How did it break? Uh, I accidentally dropped it when I was carrying it from my truck to the birthday party. You were taking a circular saw to a birthday party? 
Of course. <laughs> but don't worry. It wasn't my birthday. <sighs> well, that's good. I was worried that I had forgotten your birthday again. <laughs> so in este caso, Gabe podría decir que su sierra circular está descompuesta porque la dejó caer uh, de la cajuela de, de su camioneta. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's time to move on to one other expression with break, in this case, breaking up, breaking up. Recall, please, oyentes, that last week we blogged about the many idioms that use the word cut. If you have not read that blog, uh, please go to noterindaspodcast.us, and there are 14 uses of the word cut there that um, really will enrich your use of the word cut. Please check it out. But for this episode 36, episode 36, we will have another blog article about the many idioms using the word break. Today, we're going to review one of them here on the air on the show, which is to break up. So breaking up has two meanings. Breaking up can mean that something is descomponiéndose or desintegrándose in the process of going into smaller pieces, such as the asteroid is breaking up in the Earth's atmosphere. El asteroide se está desintegrando en pedazos en la atmósfera de la Tierra. Muy bien. Here's another example. Hey, Gabe, um, now that my girlfriend and I are no longer together, I don't have to worry about that ridiculous porcelain statue that she bought me. In fact, every time I run over it with my car, it breaks up into more and more pieces. <laughs> Running over uh, that statue she gave you uh, sounds very satisfying. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> o sea, me da mucha satisfacción aplastar la estatua de porcelana. <laughs> Que me dio mi exnovia. Cada vez que la atropeo, se destroza en más y más pedazos. It breaks up into more and more pieces. <laughs> y oyentes, ese es solo un ejemplo. Uh, my wife and I are together for almost 30 years now. That's um, right. And you've only had to glue the statue back together three <laughs> times. <laughs> In the last example, we used the idea of a couple uh, being no longer together, right? Breaking up can also mean that a romantic couple uh, is, they're no longer together, just like in the previous example. Hey, Gabe, uh, I, I really need your help. Did you, by chance, watch Clavos en el Corazón, our favorite novella for learning Spanish today? Uh, today? Yes. Well, I saw some of it. Whew, thank goodness. Um, did Genevieve and Rodrigo break up? They had just started arguing when my Wi-Fi stopped working. Um, you, you know, I, I don't know if they broke up. 
My Wi-Fi also unfortunately stopped working. And uh, what's more, I don't know which of them got to keep Poseidon, their pet goldfish. <laughs> All right. So in Espanol, sería... Oye, ¿viste clavos en el corazón? Nuestra novela favorita para aprender español hoy. Cabo. Hoy? Sí. Bueno, parte. Uh, Genevieve y Rodrigo se separaron, ¿sabes? Acababan de empezar a discutir cuando mi Wi-Fi dejó de funcionar. Ah, lo siento, no sé si se separaron. Mi Wi-Fi dejó de funcionar también. Es más, no sé cuál de ellos pudo quedarse con Poseidón, su pez dorado mascota. Now the, uh, the final word that we'll cover today, I'm sure you're very happy to hear this is the last one, uh, is chop. So chop can be a synonym for cut, but it has uh, very specific meanings. Now, the most common use of the word chop is when someone is using una hacha, an, an axe. For, so he chopped down a tree or she chopped up firewood. Um, and it is also very commonly used with vegetables, such as Tiana is chopping an onion, right? Una cebolla. Um, chop usually indicates a lot of cutting force or strong, fast movement of a heavy blade, where something is cut away from something else or cut into pieces. Now, chop doesn't mean that there's a back-and-forth uh, sawing motion, right? It is used for one strike or cut at a time with a blade or an axe. Now. We use it a lot with the word up. So if you chop something up, that means you cut something into smaller pieces, as in Jorge chopped up some celery. Greg, my gosh, you've been crying. Uh, what's wrong? You, you can tell me what happened. I... Oh, come on, it's nothing to be ashamed of to, to cry like this. What, what happened? I, uh, I was chopping an onion. So, so uh, in Espanol, uh, un poco más corto. No tengas vergüenza, Greg. ¿Por qué lloras? No, no pasa nada. Estaba troceando una cebolla. Another a uh, really famous example of chopping in American English, American culture, is about our first president, uh, who was, of course, George Washington, sort of our Simon Bolivar, if you're Latin American. Uh, the legend has to do with his honesty, right? He was supposed to be very honest. It is said that he chopped down, he chopped down a cherry tree, un cerezo, on his father's land. And when his father asked him about it, he responded, I cannot tell a lie, father. I chopped down the cherry tree. So in Espanol, una explicación breve sería, Cuando era chico, George Washington dijo, No puedo mentir, padre. Talé el cerezo. 
guess, and sometime between our first president and now, um, the, uh, the president stopped being so honest. It's, I'm afraid that, uh, maybe they do <laughs> still tell a lot of lies, uh, unlike George Washington, but. <laughs> That's right. There are many differences between the first president and our current presidents. All right. Well, it's time to see que se pegó en la memoria. What sticks in your brain today? It's time for our quiz. Oh, thank goodness. I've been waiting. All right. Can I ask the first question? Por favor. Okay. Oyentes, be ready. If we want to ask if Carlos and Hernán are still a couple, we can say, A, did they break? B, did they break up? Or C, did they chop celery? Hmm. Okay, so Carlos and Hernán are a pareja. And we want to know if that is continuing. Si sigue siendo una pareja. So we would say, B, did they break up? That is correct. That is correct. Your streak continues. <laughs> All right, number two. Daniela has a long loaf of bread that is two days old, and it is hard as a rock. <laughs> Using a knife, she is really going to have to A, chop the bread, B, saw the bread, or C, break up the bread. Okay. So Daniela has a piece of bread, a loaf of bread, that is very hard. Right, so and she can't slice the bread, right? She can't right, slice, can't slice it because it it's too hard. So I think the, the one that would make the most sense, I guess she could do all three, but if she's using a knife, she's going to have to saw the bread in order to get the, the bread cut into pieces. That is correct. Excellent okay. job. Thank goodness. Okay, that one made me nervous. So let me do the last one to relieve stress. Uh, <laughs> When Gabe saw that Greg was crying and he asked what was wrong, Greg responded by saying, I'm crying because A. I've been chopping onions. B. Rodrigo took Poseidon the goldfish. Or C. There is an asteroid breaking up in the Earth's atmosphere. Uh, well, I, I think our listeners will remember that I'm crying because I've been chopping onions. I've been chopping onions. That's the correct answer. So really, you weren't crying. It's just that your eyes were watering. That's right. Tears were saliendo from my from my eyes. That's, that's, right. what, that's another way we say tears are coming out. Our eyes are watering. Well, we want to thank you for listening, and we especially want to thank our patrons that support this project. 
you would like to become part of the community and help support uh, and keep this show going, please visit www.patreon.com diagonal no te rindas podcast so that you can find out uh, how to become a patron. If you become a patron, you will get a shout out in the next episode and you can have access to printable text of the examples we give on our shows. And for our conversational episodes, you receive a word for word, palabra por palabra, transcript of the conversation that you can print. Y si tienes alguna duda o sugerencia sobre el programa, por favor, mándanos un email por questions arroba no te rindas podcast punto us. And if you visit no te rindas podcast punto us, you can check out our social media tab as you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Gabe, uh, we didn't talk about it in the show today, but another expression in English having to do with sawing is uh, sawing logs. Right? <laughs> sawing logs is an is an idiom for taking a nap. Right? It's, right. What are you for, doing, man? I've been sawing logs. I've been sawing. That's logs. right. If you're if he if he is in there sawing logs, that means he's in there asleep and uh, very likely snoring. Si está roncando, está roncando. So. Um, I think I'm going to go saw some logs, and uh, I hope you have some time to saw logs as well today. That is a great thing to do on a, a lazy Sunday afternoon. So, yes, I, I may uh, saw some logs as well. But I sure had fun uh, this week working on that. Don't forget, guys, to check out our blog post with more idioms related to uh, break um, and, of course, uh, other resources to help you in your English learning journey. And next week, we're going to be interviewing someone from our grandmother's hometown, which is in Tabasco, Mexico. And we're going to be talking about American culture versus Mexican culture. So we think that's going to be a lot of fun. Please check that out uh, in about a week uh, to two weeks after this broadcast. Yes, looking forward to that. Well, I love you very much. Had fun as always, and I can't wait to do this again with you soon, Greg. Same to you, bro. Love you. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.